What is good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Dan Cable Presents Podcast. Thank you for tuning into the program. If you uh, dig what you hear, please do not hesitate to head over to the iTunes. Hit us with a subscribe and a five-star review. That will help the show shoot up the charts, help us get some more national visibility. It's a free way to help the program, so please help us out with that. Much appreciated. Um, Just a few quick notes before we get uh, right into the episode. Uh, This weekend, we got some shows going down here in Portland, April 7th, two nights. We got uh, Young Hunter and Cambrian Explosion playing at the Lombard Pub. Go check that out. Um, And then this Sunday, we got another Dan Cable Presents event going down at the Secret Society. This is a mini day fest. Five bands, 10 bucks. Uh, It starts at 5 o'clock, going until about 10.30. We got Hammerhead, Livy Connor, Andy Sadow rolling through from Denver, Falconheart, and Young Elk. It's going to be a really great lineup. Uh, so come out to that. Come say what's up. Get yourself a Dan Cable Presents baseball tee. Um, it's going to be a really awesome show. And uh, thank you for everybody that rolled out to the uh, Dan Cable Presents All These Fools last week at uh, Secret Society. Amazing show, really great turnout. Everybody had a really good time and uh, just a lot of buzz in the room about all the the great artists we had that night. So uh, thank you so much for for showing up, Portland. Appreciate you. Um, This episode of the podcast is uh, one of these on-the-go type of situations. I uh, was fortunate enough to be able to go hang out with the, the last Revel while they were in town. There were some Midwestern folks uh, that that rolled through from Minneapolis, Minnesota on their current tour. Uh, they've got a record coming out uh, next Friday, April 14th, called Hazard and Fate that we talked about a little bit. And we drop a couple singles in from their new record in this conversation. And I got to hang out with them uh, in the green room of the Doug Fur and, and just kind of you know, just talk to them about what's going on. Uh, I, I saw them when they came through last October. They they opened up for the Jackalope Saints, friends of the program. And uh, it was just crazy to see. I mean, they were here six months ago, and there was probably, I don't know, 50 people in the room and maybe, maybe 30, 25 half of them were there to see the last revel and and this time they they played a much larger venue the Doug Fur and I I felt like there was 75 to 100 people singing along to these new singles so it seems like good things are are really happening for uh the last revel and it's it's really cool to see they're they're a great group of guys and I really appreciate them taking the time to let me uh you know, pick their brains about their their process and and what it's like to be a, a band out on the road, and that was kind of where I focused a lot of the conversation. So, um, yeah, if you check out the Last Revel, you know, hit up their their Bandcamp. You can find them on the iTunes and Spotify and all that that stuff. April fourteenth, next Friday is when their record drops. Hazard and Fate. Check that out. Check out one of their shows while they're on the road. And, um, yeah, I guess we should get into it. This is episode 53 
with the last revel. Stoked to be here at the the Doug Fur, hanging out in the uh, the green room here with you guys in Portland. Uh, here with the last Revel from Minnesota. Is that is that correct? Yes, sir. Right on. Um, I know you guys have a new record coming out on April 14th called uh, Hazard and Fate. Super excited yeah. to hear some some new tunes. I got a little glimpse of uh, some of the ones I hadn't heard during you guys' sound check. So it's cool to hear some some of those new songs. Yes. Yeah, we're having fun working them out. Right on. Yeah, I think uh, like I definitely want to talk about your new record and and your process as as a group and whatnot. But uh, just kind of want to put together some of the pieces that that I don't know and and just kind of provide a little foundation for the the people that don't know who you are. Um, I was made aware of you guys back in October when you guys came through Portland to the Alberta Street Pub and played with my friends in the Jackalope Saints. Yeah, uh, those guys rock. Yeah, they've definitely been on this show. And uh, I also was aware of you guys before you played that show because a mutual friend of one of you guys or a couple of you guys, Keisha Dower, is uh, a friend of mine. And she has also made an appearance on this this program as well. So... Um, yeah, I was I was really impressed by by your guys' performance there. So I definitely wanted to you know reach out and, and try to talk to you guys when you came back through town. So yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. So like take take it back to to Minnesota and and how this uh, this band formed because I know that there's you know there's the release releases go back as far as 2014 with the uprooted full full length. So yeah. where did uh, things get started? We started in college uh, in Mankato, Minnesota, and that's where we all kind of met each other and uh, started playing music, got out of some other projects um, because we weren't having as much fun anymore. So this all started as like friends wanting to have some fun. And then we decided to play some open mics, and then the open mics filled up um, because we'd play them every week until there wasn't enough room and people were dancing on some tables. And that's when I looked at Ryan and I'm like, I think we might have something here. So when we graduated, instead of getting real jobs, we just kept working at this. <laughs> nice. And uh, five years later, we're happy to be out in Portland playing together. Right on. And uh, yeah, did you guys all come from different styles of bands prior to this? Yeah, totally different genres. Um, Vinny has very a very distinct difference. <laughs> um, like you could say that me and Ryan's genres are close, but Vinny comes from more of the the punk and rockabilly, yeah. and that's definitely he's what he's our edge. You know, that's definitely what I get. Card. The like from the vibe, like I feel like there's a there's definitely like a punk rock element to what what you do, Vinny, like <laughs> up there, and you definitely like bring the grit and this uh, this rockabilly uh, punk rock mentality, kind of grungy feel at times, yeah, which, is, which is really really cool and. It's it's really uh, well shown, I guess, because you guys all kind of take the lead in in different aspects of, of songs. So, uh, very cool stuff. Thank you. Yeah. So you grew up playing in like a lot of punk rock bands and stuff like that. Uh, a lot of punk rock bands is in like 
one-offs with a lot of different punk rock Okay, bands. yeah, for sure. Or some whatever could get closest to that, I guess. Um, but mostly just, you know, listen to a lot of uh, a lot of uh, different kind of punkier punkier groups, and that mixed with uh, Tom Waits made me want to kind of explore a more eclectic acoustic direction. Right on. Yeah, uh, you guys definitely, I mean, it, it definitely can fall into the, the bluegrass or the folk or the the Americana music, but it definitely has a like very eclectic sound. It's not straightforward all the time. And uh, yeah, um, and then there's like, what is the, the process for you guys as far as songwriting, since it seems like it comes from, from all different angles? Do you Do you guys just bring in different skeletons of tunes or um i guess it's kind of case by case i mean we all take we all take a turn uh writing and um it kind of depends sometimes someone will bring in a song that's completely fleshed out and other times it's just just a spark or um i mean lately for this last album uh a couple of the tunes that really shine on it we wrote like on the fly together it just kind of happened more or less spontaneously like during sound check or just like kind of fucking around um, with downtime or something like that on tour. So, and that was more collectively all together, which um, I think those songs kind of stand out as something that's a little bit more fl- free flowing and just a little bit more natural as like to what we have to share. Right on. And yeah. go ahead. <laughs> also, I've found a new trick for learning uh, or for coming up with new lyrics has been uh, really fun for me to just uh find Jordan our tour manager sound guy extraordinaire and just start and start uh singing whatever I have in mind usually yelling at him <laughs> saying uh how he reacts <laughs> <laughs> and building up from there <laughs> uh is it is it safe to assume whoever brings like the main idea to a song is usually the person singing the song kind of not deal always. Or, or not always in fact on the last album um the song that went over the best as far as audiences and stuff like that was uh, Iron and Ore. And Ryan wrote that song, and then we threw it around a couple different times on who should sing leads and um, and what harmonies made sense. And um, That's one thing I think, that's my favorite part of songwriting is that we aren't afraid to throw it around. Throw it at the wall, see what sticks. You know? Yeah, no, that seems like it, it definitely opens up a completely different dynamic like once you're willing to like part ways with the the song and be like all right i don't need to maybe i'm not the best vocalist for the for this jam or yeah yeah i've always compared it to like it took a long time to get used to but i always compared it to uh walking into a room completely naked in front of all your friends and family <laughs> being like what do you think and they're like mm no, go try again and you can't take it personally and then you come back a week later completely naked again maybe you shaved something <laughs> and then it goes over and then everybody likes it or you know you just keep throwing it around awesome yeah uh d- just kind of like taking it back to those times like after the open mics kind of started filling up and stuff how how quickly um were you guys hitting the road and and working other cities because it seems like that's kind of a, a big part of what you guys are doing now yeah, I would say probably only the last two years we've seriously been trying to tour and 
Um, yeah. It became full-time for us around two years ago. Right away when we started playing, I guess it was, we started in the winter, and then by that spring we were more or less trying to play at least every weekend. We just do, we were just doing weekends at that point. And then um, we, yeah, we kept day jobs for a while. I mean, and then probably the next year we did like our first week out to uh, Colorado and okay. something like that. But it was really gradual for us, to be honest, at first. It was just around the Midwest or around Minnesota or Wisconsin or, you know, Michigan maybe. And then it kind of took off from there. Yeah, that was uh, just kind of preparing for this. And I've been definitely geeking out on on the records and i took home one of those uh those self-titled vinyls last time i saw you and definitely been spinning that and and one of the songs uh from the uprooted full length uh that that kind of sparked an interest was oh dear oh darling and and just because it's kind of this like love song from the road and and kind of about the time to go home and i guess i was just kind of curious to maybe get your guys's perspective as a band that's uh, that's putting a lot of work in on the road, uh, how that changes your uh, your like relationships with people on and off the road, and and has that affected things yeah. quite a bit? I mean, that more or less has pretty much inspired the latest album and where all that came from. I think. I mean, we've been we've been doing this pretty pretty heavily for the last like year year and a half, and. Um, I mean that that going through that growing pain and that that changes like personally and then as a group and then you know as just as the world changes um finding i mean dealing with those challenges i mean that that more or less inspired the the record in my opinion awesome yeah um you guys definitely have like seems like you're going out for pretty good periods of time three yeah. four weeks at a time and especially right now in support of the the new record that's going to come out on April 14th. Um, yeah. yeah. Is it, is it fun, interesting, I guess, to go into a different city every day and, and know that like you're not going to be there the next day? Yeah. It's a weird feeling every single time. Uh, last year we were out 198 days. Oh, wow. So we played like right around 145 shows or so last year. That's awesome. And talking to our booking guy, uh, Mikey, he told us that um, there will definitely be more this year. So we're definitely gone more than we're home. <coughs> so finding home in yeah. all these cities one day at a time has been the biggest challenge. Um, for me, I'm getting really used to it now. now. But then when you actually go home... Is that even weirder than oh, being out on the road? Yeah, for me, it's like that's that's by far the weirdest. <clears throat> I'm like, I, this is mine, but I only get to see it a couple of days. Um, that's been really different for me. I I actually prefer personally to be in the van and have an excuse to leave sometimes and um, that kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah. I'd in terms of how it feels to enter a situation when you're in a new town where you're probably not in, like you don't know when the next time you're going to be back or maybe you do but you're not going to certainly be around for more than 24 hours when you you know sometimes it's really exciting to you know you meet you meet people who there's just this impetus where it's like 
we have to either get along or not get along and meet each other and know each other like now because that's the time for us to right. get to know each other and like having having that kind of pressure b- behind interactions is really fun sometimes for me because um, you just you get to see people on a more exciting in a more exciting light on the flip side of that that also is just like can be equally if not more so alienating when it's like oh great we didn't get along oh this is <laughs> oh uh, all right well uh nobody likes me and i'll see you later <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time <laughs> And what about uh, the three of you? Like the dynamic between the three of you, uh, is it is it pretty easy for you guys to maintain like a a good morale for the for the band while you guys are out in the van? Because I'm sure it can be, uh, you know, as far as space, it can be a little. Uh, yeah, it can be overwhelming sometimes, but by and large, we it you know find ways to make it work. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> oh, he, want, he wants to hear what you have to say. <laughs> what happened? What happened to you, Ryan? <laughs> what happened on the road? That's all. It's definitely. Tell them how you really feel. I love we're, these guys. We're all here. We're I love all these here. guys to death. I mean, for everything we've been through and all the time we spent together. And where we are now compared to where we were a year ago, compared to five years ago, I still feel the same about it. I mean, there's days when I want to not talk to anybody. Absolutely. And there will probably always be those days. Um, but at, ultimately, like, it just goes in waves. I mean, it's, it's, it's just what, with, with whatever you choose to do or who you choose to be with or spend time with or work with or whatever. It's like some days you just want to just strangle them. But you, but you don't. Absolutely. <laughs> but you don't, and you just work out. You just, you just push through it. You know, I always, I always had this. I always, when we first started going on the road, and just like things get stressful, I just tell myself, like, if somebody's making me upset, it's probably my fault because they're just being themselves. That, they're just doing their own thing, that, and I'm the one who's getting rubbed the wrong way. So yeah, you man. just kind of like, I don't know push it down and internalize it. <laughs> uh, I, don't know. I don't know about the last part, but the other part is very, is a very, it's right very like, there. it's a very mature way to go about it. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. Is it, is it also just kind of one of those things where every once in a while, one of you guys has to like, look at the other and be like, yeah, like we're fucking, we're tour, we're a touring band. Like we get to do this all the time. And big picture, big picture always helps. It always helps me to take like a step back from I'm offended that you smell the way you do or something, you know, whatever it is. It's like, I don't know what you ate, but it's not okay (laughs) right now. And you get so emotional. Like, it's like the worst thing that's ever happened. Like in those moments, the only thing that saves me is like, wait a second. What am I actually doing with my life? I'm touring around the country with my best friends, you know, sharing music and yeah. That's that saved me a lot. Right on. Well, seems looks like you guys uh, have have a good time on stage, and and there's uh, something very uh, communal about the the harmonizing that takes place, and that seems to be like where a lot of the magic and lies in the songs, and it's very it's very cool to see. So yeah, I can't I can't imagine working with any other two people in my life right now. just just because of where it all started, we were friends first, you know, and it's 
it that inspires so much. That's awesome. Cool. Let's uh this will probably be like a good spot to uh throw up Engine Trouble, which is uh one of your your new singles and you guys got the uh got the video for that, which is really rad. You can you can talk as cool. <laughs> sign language across the room. But uh this is the last rebel with uh Engine Trouble. You can check out their new record on April 14th called Hazard and Fate.
right, Vinny, tell me the uh, tell me the real dirt on the band. Oh man, I don't even know. Oh, <laughs> oh, hey guys. <laughs> we weren't talking Hi, shit at all. Talking mad shit. Mad shit. <laughs> mad shit. Mad all right. Shit. Uh, that was that was Engine Trouble off the new uh, <laughs> Last Rebel record. Uh, that is definitely a jam that by the end of it, I'm usually like, it's, it's, it's hard to not sing along with that song by the end of it. So Thank you. Super, super killer hook, which a lot of you guys' stuff does. Um, yeah. Tell me about like making the, the video for that. <laughs> yeah. I had an incredible time learning how to act. Um, <laughs> I, this is Vinny, by the way. And it, you know, it's really something else to put yourself in like that role of you're you're representing something else with your body, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I actually had they to close the curtain on us because you got too graphic. Yeah. Just to let you know. Children <laughs> I, I actually had to do some acting. Like some like visual like yeah. arguments and you're you're listed in the love cast. scenes and um, nothing physical, but um, but yeah, I I went down a day early and shot some stuff the night before, and then we got up at five thirty in the morning because we had to catch sunrise, which then turned into the sunset in the movie. Oh, nice! It was all this backwards filming stuff. Where'd we you did guys it film all in reverse. Uh, Mankato, Minnesota. Uh, We've got some good roots there because that's where we started, and uh, some cool old car place, unique autos. They let us like take one of their cars out and shoot for the whole day in their showroom. It was awesome. That's rad. Yeah, if I could just do more acting and less music, I think I'd be a. It'd probably be the ticket man. for you. Yeah, there was food there. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, craft services was on point. <laughs> um. Yeah, I definitely remember hearing that song and then Blind in the Fray, which is the the other available single right now. Um, last time you guys came through town and yeah, just from hearing those songs and then the few like couple jams I got to hear in Soundcheck, if those are uh indicative of like the the new record, then I'm sure it's going to be really fucking great. Yeah. I think we tried to release three singles that would kind of help uh help people see what the rest of the album would be like you know it's yeah um it seems to i don't know these jams seem to have like maybe a little bit more polish on them but they still uh have like capture that raw energy that's in some of the other recordings if that makes any sense yeah yeah um, yeah i mean for for recording it we got uh we would got back to our roots and went back up to the cabin we recorded our first album in. So definitely a lot, you know, staying true to that DIY mentality while also having nicer equipment that <laughs> is easier to work with. Right on. And uh, like aside from, from going back to that spot to record, was there um, any sort of different approach to making the third full length after making a couple of these? Yeah. Yeah, we tried to do this one as close to live as possible. Okay. So I think there's only one song on the whole album that we had to break it up and multi-track. Otherwise, um, otherwise every song we just played and sang it in one room, um, like as if we were just hanging out. Um, 
playing it. That was sundown that we broke up. Right? Yeah, that was sundown, <laughs> which which happened strangely. The, one of the last songs in the album, um, I had left for a little bit um, just to get some breathing room. Um, as usual at a session, you should break it up every once in a while. Um, but I left and I came back and everybody was kind of drunk and um, they were like, oh, we tracked you know, the bass and the guitar and the vocals on this one song uh, called Sundown Kickaround. And they were like, but it's probably not even worth looking at. <laughs> you know, it's probably not even close. And then we went in and we listened to it after we were all drinking for a while. And I was like, whoa, this is awesome. Like, let me lay down drums and let's do some harmonies. And, and so we kind of built that one from the drunken ground up. Um, <laughs> but ground. yeah, the stumbly <laughs> ground. Yeah. So, um, but otherwise everything else was just like, and Vinny did play the bass and sing that. Um, yeah, that, yeah, that was pretty live too. So, I don't know that that was something I wanted to capture because some of my favorite bands um, throughout the years, some of my favorite albums are like capturing a performance rather than this is how perfect we can make yeah, this song man. sound. You know, because that's that energy. That's where yeah. where that energy comes through. Yeah, yeah. So that's what we did and went back to the cabin because. Why not? It sounds wonderful to hang out at a cabin for four or five days. So. And did you guys kind of keep uh, on a production level? Um, did you guys keep it kind of in the same vein where, like, what you guys are doing on the record is is pretty transferable to the the live show where there's not. I don't yeah. know. It just seems like you guys yeah. uh, like on on the previous releases there's not like too much extra stuff going on that doesn't happen during the live show which i think is nice cuz it's not like some false presentation of like what you guys do on the road right right there's no instagram filter in this album <laughs> is what what i think yeah it's uh the only things we added were very very minimal you know it's just like oh i kind of hear this here you know but yeah as live as possible cuz that's who we are Nice. Were there were there uh, any songs that that just kind of su- surprised you when when making the record, or was everything pretty pretty nailed down going in to to the cabin? Cutting a song is as important as yeah. is, uh, that hard. making a song. Yeah. Everything, I mean, for more or less, was pretty f- well fleshed out when we went in there, which is. More or less our mode of operation up until, I guess, today. Uh, Maybe, you know, the next project, you know, everything changes and evolves, but that's kind of how we've been going at things lately. And then we've always left the, there's been breathing room to, you know, explore things when we're there, but more or less, like, instrumentation and vocals are pretty much figured out. But, uh, yeah, we did, we did cut a couple, and then we're going to just let them simmer for a while and see if they sprout up in a different way. It's hard to cut songs, but it's uh, usually for the best, and yeah. it's tough. Yeah. To, it's tough to make it uh, like a full-length album these days, and and have any sort of filler and get it past people. I think, especially in in our our world of singles, these right now. Yeah, that's that's kind of how we felt. It's like no, if it doesn't feel right, there's a reason it doesn't feel right. So we'll just give that one another shot and. See what happens down the road. Right on. Yeah, I'm definitely uh, looking forward to the new record, Hazard and Fate, which you can find on April 14th. 
You guys doing another uh, vinyl release for that? Yeah, it'll probably be another six months down the road okay. from that. Right um, I'll definitely be be on the lookout for that. Oh yeah, yeah <laughs> we'll have it when we come back for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, this is what third is this your like second or third time through through Portland? Uh, this is our third time through. Nice. Mm-hmm. Is there, is there uh, any cities out on the road that you guys are particularly fond of that, that you're always looking forward to going back? Um, Seattle has been really... Re- uh, Portland's uh, been really... <laughs> uh, uh, honestly, I'd, Oregon and Washington in general are always a treat to come to. Um, Mon- like, There's just... there's so much there's so much in this country that is like so spectacular in its own right that it's really hard to pick out a, spe- a specific handful that i really love but i think portland seattle and uh, missoula and whitefish are probably the top four sorry if anybody's offended by that <laughs> list that's Benny's list Denver's that's Benny's list <laughs> And he's holding it. He's holding it true. But, but right. yeah, no. There's it's, it's one of the most fun things about the last year has been able been just going around and finding the beautiful parts of the country and finding the beautiful parts of every city that we come apart or come to. You guys usually have like a couple hours or or so to to bum around, or are you guys usually on pretty tight schedules, getting in and out of spots. It all depends. Lately, with the touring, yeah, you're fucking busy doing podcasts <laughs> in between podcasts. sound check and set time. You know, yeah, these guys. Cherry <laughs> yeah, we, we went and saw cherry blossom trees for Vinny. Oh, nice. Next to the river. I've never seen those before, and I always really wanted to. So that was cool. You actually got some sun here today too, a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It We've didn't, been it didn't the sun piss the rain whole and the whole time, which is yeah. Nice. Uh, I also got to go to a wood shop that I've been wanting to go to. Um, we sold out of spoons yesterday in Seattle. I've been carving spoons and selling them at the merch table. And, That's awesome, uh, dude. But we, <laughs> yeah, it's awesome with the giggle. Exactly. Uh, but anyway, we ran out, and there's this wood shop called Gobi uh, Woodworking. Um, Gobi Supply or something like that. It's over in Industrial Park. If you're at all into woodworking... It's dope. No, that's that's um, a that's a super cool token though to have at the merch table, man. Because yeah. that's it's something a little more personal and has some character. I actually yeah. knew a band. I, I I think they're active here and there. They're called the Sea Cats, and they're they're from uh, like the Seattle area. And <laughs> they would sell this mystery box at their merch table, just this <laughs> like black box. For twenty bucks, and it was the mystery box, and I just watched these guys hustle these boxes like right away. Like all of a sudden, five mystery boxes were gone, and I was just like, "What the fuck, man?" That's awesome. <laughs> That's genius. So they just filled it with like random shit. Yeah, like I'm sure they they put a little bit of merch and maybe some stickers or whatever in there, but like it could have awesome. been anything. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like I bought this mystery box at the show. It could even be a speedboat. <laughs> it could be a whale. Um, yeah, so I, I, we we do our best on the road to have as many adventures as possible in the downtime, as long as we aren't too exhausted. Sometimes yeah. we just got to sleep, um, but rarely do we do that. <laughs> I like to scramble over rocks. <laughs> yeah, we do a lot of nat- uh, 
uh, National Forest. Nature things? We do a ton of nature stuff. These guys know all about the nature. Yeah. Oh, I love nature. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, uh, I, I think uh, some people don't realize how much time goes into the uh, the show prior. Like, yeah, like what time check? did you guys get here tonight? Five. Five. Yeah. Five o'clock. You guys are going to play till nine. Nine. And... You're gonna be here all night. You gotta be so here it's all night. Like, yeah. It's kind of it's not just uh, drove all day. Yeah, so I, I think sometimes it's hard for people to realize when they when they show up to a show that five or six hours of production and maybe a six hour drive in the car has already gone down for the band. So yeah. it's not just like yeah, we're getting paid for this hour of music. It's like yeah, we've we've been here all yeah. day. No, we always say we get paid for the load in, the load out, the drive, everything else. The music is like that's our treat. That's that the fun we get part, to right? Have. Yeah, that's the free part, and then everything else is the hustle. Right on. Well, uh, yeah, I'm stoked to see you guys tonight. The lovely Doug Fur. This is one of my favorite venues in town, so I'm, I'm definitely super excited to see you guys playing here, and I'm sure it's going to sound amazing. Um, yeah. Oh. He doesn't want to go on record. <laughs> he doesn't want to say it right now. Off the record. It feels good. Feels good. Um, Feels are good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, just before we like go out with something, uh, just just because um, I I talk to bands on on many different levels, but a lot of the time it's uh, like local bands from the the Portland area um, has guys that have uh, seized the opportunity to just get out on the road and and get to play music. Is there is there any words you can share with uh, somebody that's like maybe thinking about making that transition or like making an effort to be like maybe I should try to uh, hit some road shows and and get in the car and pack up the gear? God, it, yeah, I don't even know where to start. I mean, if it's something that you truly, really love deep down and you feel like it's something you need to follow, then I mean, that's the answer. I mean, absolutely. It's like if you're if you're on the fence about anything, then you there's always going to be things you're going to not enjoy about it. You know what I mean? But if it's of those good things outweigh the bad things, then it's worth it. Book yourself a month long tour, whether or not you break even, and just see how it goes, <laughs> and see it, see if that's what you're looking for out of your music. Yeah, that's what that, <laughs> that's what those first yeah. tours are about, right? Just like not necessarily uh, it usually Find out cost you, yourself some yeah. money and, and just to see if if you can hang with all the variables and whatnot. Yeah, if someone, you know, I always say, if someone would have told me this job is more like being a truck driver who has to work <laughs> harder once they get there, like I would have really appreciated that. I don't think it would have changed my mind, but if, I would have really liked to know that. And uh, yeah, it's 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 more driving, it's more travel, and it's more exhaustion than I ever thought it would be. But uh, my absolute happiest moment is on stage, and if that's your absolute happiest moment in your life, that's that's it. That's the answer. And it, don't do it for the money. Don't if money's even on your mind. It's that. Don't do that. I like that, man. Yeah. Pure intentions. That's uh, that's the last rebel dropping knowledge for everybody on the program i've never given advice before that was weird you just did you did a great job i'm sure yeah. i'm the most humble 
I guess I've never been asked to give advice before. That's more like it. There you go. There you go. Uh, we're going to play it out with, uh, is it Blind the Fray? Is that the, yeah, Blind in the Fray. Off of uh, your guys' new record. Uh, usually we end each episode of this uh, lovely podcast with one of the one of the folks saying it's a program so whoever would like to take the uh, the duties on that and give us a good strong it's a program it's a program <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much it was a pleasure to hang thanks man catch you on the flip side portland Dom store penny short waiting for so much more crying out calling cold It's a program. Man the animal cannon. <laughs>